When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. i tell you what, man, he's a literal titan across the entire media landscape. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. Is it a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby? God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. Mikey A., you have a very concerned look on your face. What is going on? Am I digi? Is the internet down? What is happening? You blew out my eardrums right there. Okay. So you let's blew out that. my eardrums. Keep it in. Give it in. All of it. Give it. it in. Yes. All right. Hold on a sec. Give it in. Let me adjust uh, my settings here. Keep it all in, Mike. All this. I'm demanding you keep this in. Do you hear me? I'm, oh, I hear you. This is going to be. All right. You want me to try it. again? Hold on. Let me change my internet connection. Hold on. Hold on. Because the kids are home. They're at school. You know, all that good stuff. Welcome into another episode of Stupidity. Is that what it sounded like? That's what it sounded like. Feel free to stop me next time, asshole. 
I was actually, uh, oh, I had nine windows open and I was trying to find the Zoom again. I hear you. It's <laughs> happened to me. It's happened. All right. Three, two, one. Keep it all in. Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world. Thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. Subscribe does not mean you're paying. This is free. Soon you will follow us, according to Mikey A., here we are with a second episode of Stupidity this week. I told what? you we're gonna knock out three. Uh, how about that? I mean, this is this is very exciting. I, very I feel exciting. like we're in the seventh inning. We we still got the perfecto going. Are we gonna be able to close it out? Are we gonna be able to get three? Uh, it depends on you. How's the Never uh, how's, it go, how's it going with the Jewish Jordan? I mean, how's that <laughs> happening? How's that going? I you'd mean, think you'd think they'd be throwing him throwing him at me. Like, yes, you want? Yes, please. Give credit to our university. Yes. And they're not. Well, yeah. No, they're not. All right. Keep plugging away. (laughs) (laughs) Keep plugging away. We're going to do a third episode. But this is very exciting, Mike. I'm not sure if you saw this, okay? The Guardian released an article with their 10 best NFL analysts in the country, okay? Wow. I was both happy and sad when I saw the list. Sad, disappointed, upset that I was not on the list. <laughs> thrilled, thrilled, beyond thrilled, I should say, that number six on the list was my good friend Billy Gill. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Hold on. Billy Gill yes. is up there with who is number one? Uh, number one, I believe, is Adam Schefter. I'll check right now. I mean, it probably should be Schefter. Wait, no? it's Dominique Foxworth. I have the article here. Oh, Foxy. Hold on is a a- Who is number seven? Because I feel bad for that person. Foxworth's going to be so pissed at me. By the way, they got it right with Foxworth. I guess if you're breaking, if you're an NFL analyst, Foxworth is right. Schefter is more of a news-breaking guy. So, <laughs> Chris Collinsworth is seven. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth, who comes into our home every Sunday night during the NFL season, rates below Billy Gill on the NFL analyst ranking. He's overrated. This is amazing. (laughs) This is amazing. So number one is Foxworth. Uh, Number two is Mina Kimes. Spot on. One, two right there. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network, who's very good, uh, is at number three. Uh, Tony Romo is at number four. I mean, Romo's good. Listen, he tells you what's going to happen before it actually happens. Uh, you know, um, I think Billy tells you what's going to happen before Romo tells you what's going to happen. <laughs> but we digress. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so Romo comes in at four. Uh, let's see who comes in at five. Number five on this Lu- list is Lewis Lu- Riddick. Lewis Riddick, the Monday Night Football booth. Okay? Monday Night Football booth, former executive in this league, has made has made deals. He's scouted. He's done everything. Yes. He rates one spot above Billy Gill. This is amazing. Every time a GM job comes open, Lou, uh, Lewis Riddick is on that list. I don't know who Billy is, but Lewis Riddick is on that list. Uh, Billy Gill comes in at number six. Uh, and behind him, and that that is funnier, you are right, the people who finished behind <laughs> Billy Gill, Chris Collinsworth, Jenny Ventras from Sports Illustrated. Am I saying that right? Ventras. Ventras. Get her on. I don't, I'll get her on. Pat McAfee at number nine. He's a, listen, I love McAfee, but he's a gas bag. He's not an NFL analyst. I mean, <laughs> he's geez. a punter. <laughs> and by the way, he's a kicker. I, I, I requested McAfee on the show. He still hasn't responded to me. I, Jesus Christ almighty. Uh, and then Stephen A. Smith gave me it at number 10. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, 
Stephen A. Smith came in at number 10. I right, tell so, you, I, we're going to have the writer, Oliver Conley, on, and we're also going to have the six best NFL analyst, according to The Guardian, Billy Gill, on. Uh, and I'm super excited about that. We have questions, NFL questions from our listeners. So we're super excited about that. But I want to ask Oliver, like the person who complained that they weren't on the list or the person on the list who complained that they weren't higher on the list. Is I Billy imagine Gill that, the answer to that? I think it's Stephen A. <laughs> Is Billy Gill going, come on, Lewis Riddick, please. No, no, but I think Stephen A is going, come on, really? Dominique Foxworth? Like, I think if Stephen A is 10th on a list, on the top 10 list, he doesn't, inv- he, to him, that's not a list in his personal record book, okay? <laughs> he never made the list in Stephen A's personal <laughs> record book. Okay, I have a new goal. Okay, my what? goal with working with you is one, to get a paycheck. That's number one. But number two is right. to be on a top 10 list of hockey analysts. Now, mind you, the last hockey game I watched was in 1994 when I think uh-huh. the Islanders were good last. I want to be. I want a list of the best hockey analysts in the country and somebody to write Mikey A. Stupidity as the reason. Okay. okay, you got a better chance of that happening than a paycheck. Stupidity! <laughs> Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. I have been enjoying ice-cold Miller Lights for as long as I can remember. In fact, I enjoyed some over the weekend. As the Knicks beat the Sixers in advance of the second round, me and my friends, we sat around, we celebrated. With ice-cold Miller Lights, what did we do? We made fun of Joel Embiid. Ah, I love it, the Knicks. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. All right, he has arrived. The sixth best NFL analyst in the country, according to Guardian Magazine and the writer Oliver Conley. Billy Gill in the Zoom right now with us. Very, very exciting. We, uh, we were debating uh, if anyone was upset they were left off the list or too low on the list, and we decided it was Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if Stephen A. even saw the list, but you know that there's, like, actual legitimate people out there that were, like, bothered that they weren't on the list. They're like, well, what is this? Like, I'm a good NFL analyst. Like, why am I not in the top ten? Like, Stephen A., he called and complained and said, listen, it's not a list. If there's a top ten and I'm tenth on the list – it's not, it's a, not a list. <laughs> okay? Like I, I think he views himself as off the list. He's very insulted, Billy. I think he called and complained to Oliver Conley, who wrote this article about you and about the top 10 NFL analysts in the country. I think he complained and asked why he wasn't number one. <laughs> I think for Stephen A., if there's a list that he's not on, it's just assumed, well, this is everyone other than Stephen A., because obviously he'd be number one on the list. These are all the other people. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Do you think anyone who's below you on that list, like uh, who are the people below him? I think Romo's in front of you, which Romo you robbed him. I mean, yeah. Chris Collinsworth is the big one below you. You think Collinsworth? Billy, yeah. Billy, do you think Collinsworth reads this? Do you think – I know Stephen A. Smith is upset. Do you think McAfee 
Jenny Ventris from Sports Illustrated or Chris Collinsworth, do you think they read this and they are fucking beside themselves because they have dedicated their entire lives to covering the NFL and they are behind you in the rankings? <laughs> Not so much me. I think more so like they'll look at like some of the people like Romo or like Daniel Jeremiah or like Dominique or me and be like, I'm better than that person. Cause I think that I'm so like, none of them obviously know who I am. Right. Right. So I don't think it even registers with them. It's like, they almost like overlook it. They're like, I can't believe that this person got <laughs> put higher than me on the list. And I don't even like, I'm somehow they don't even see me on the list. Cause they don't know who I am. Right. So it's not something they're upset about, or they're like, who, who is this person? And then they just keep moving and they get upset because they're mad about like a legitimate person on the list. Not that I'm illegitimate, obviously. Why don't you uh, do do us a favor? Put us in the room, Billy, where, uh, you know, you read the article. You saw your name at number six, the sixth best NFL analyst uh, in the country. Put us there, Billy, the emotional ride that was for you. I woke up. It was uh, like seven, like 630 in the morning. I woke up. I checked Twitter to see, you know, what I had missed the night before. And I had a bunch of tweets about this list and. I was trying to figure out one, why they were tweeting me about this list. And then I saw like, Oh, Dominique and Mina, like, I wonder if there's a mention in the show or what it is. Uh, and then I was just scrolling down. I'm like, well, who's on this list. I love a good top 10 list. So I start scrolling down and then I get to number six and I see my name on the list. And I was like, this, this cannot be right. I even went back and like, I checked a couple of the links just to make sure it wasn't like one person sent me this link. Cause they created their own version of the list. Right. Uh, and, and it, it ended up being real. So yeah, I was I was surprised a little low, I think, obviously yeah. on the list, but it's good to just be considered. It's good to be mentioned. I also don't know if we talk to if we talk to the person that came up with this list. I'm not sure if it's the top 10 NFL analysts in order or if it's just these are the 10. You know what I mean? And you make your own order with those 10. Right. So like maybe I'm not six. I'm just the sixth person that was listed. Okay. So there's just 10 names there and then you can rearrange them however you want. So Stephen A did rearrange yeah. them and he's number one. <laughs> so, okay, so, right. I mean, I would think he's one through nine on the list. <laughs> Stephen A. Who do you leave in a 10? Stephen A. <laughs> uh, Stephen A. It's like, uh, it's like he only puts nine and then there's like the room for error things. Like, you know, when you get like election results or whatever, it's like, oh, this is reporting 99% and there's always like a 1% error rate or whatever. <laughs> so Stephen A. only give you like nine names on the list. He's like, there's an, you know, an error rate here, but it's probably going to be Stephen A. I'm number 10. Do you feel any sort of uh, added extra pressure, weight, burden to deliver yes. NFL news? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It also. It also ruined my argument of like trying to slowly back away from doing the useless sound montage because it seemed like that was really <laughs> the only reason that I was worth anything to uh, to this list because like and it's it's a pain in the ass to put together obviously um, and it's like it's probably like I want to say somewhere between five to ten hours of work to put something together that's two minutes long two to three minutes long it's a delightful so it's two really, minutes it's a delightful two minutes it is, right it's it's very inefficient in terms of like how much work goes into producing it um and dan had told me like a year or two ago like well you know if it's not worth it you can just stop doing it and i'm like yeah, like this is the way out but 
people like it, so I probably shouldn't just stop doing it, right? And now, now I'm stuck. Like, I had my way out, and I didn't take it. Dan has a magical way of offering you and everyone on the staff ways out of things, but you know if you say no, it's not going to be good, Bill. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a way out, but it's not really a way out. It's like, you know, you can stop doing this thing everybody loves, and it'll be perfectly fine. Right. Uh, except then when it's gone, it's like, well, where was this? It's like, well, we talked about this, like, Six months ago, you said, forget about it. It's like, no, let's just do it again. It's like, okay. Right. Hey, Billy, I promise you, I won't harbor any resentment if you want to stop doing it. <laughs> Stupidity. Uh, <laughs> I said it, Billy, not you. <laughs> and listen, you have some cachet now, Billy. I mean, you, you're carrying around some weight. Levitard is also carrying around a lot of weight, but you are now carrying around the six best NFL analysts, according to Guardian Magazine. Now you tell Lebethard to go fuck himself next time, okay? I mean, I, d- I don't think that's going to be the approach that I take, but... <laughs> but it I should am- be. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you believing that I have that weight. <laughs> I mean, where was this list, by the way, like, three months ago? You know what I mean? When we were all free agents. What happened there? Oh, my God. I mean, ESPN would have scooped you, scooped you right back up in a heartbeat, man. You know the funny thing about that, without knowing at all, but I feel like there are people there that, like, see the list and they're like, you know, this is great. Like, look at all these people that we have. Not even there, but, like, everywhere. It's like, look, we have our person on this list. Like, this is great that we're mentioned. And then they look at it and they're like, if we still work there, they'd probably be like, how the hell did he get on this list? And also, this means nothing. You're not going to get anything out of this. Like, congratulations, you're on this list, but you're not getting a promotion or anything out of this. <laughs> I think everyone is confused by the list. <laughs> I mean, I think you right so in the God's, middle just confuses everyone. It's perfect. I love it. It's a, it's a good it's a good spot because it's it's like hidden in the middle. Also, I just want to thank you because thinking back to what I said, it didn't make a ton of sense, but I did get the laugh that you give the guests to kind of put a sell job there on what go. it is that they just said, even though it didn't like didn't really deserve a laugh, but I appreciate the laugh. That's what I do for you. But Billy, you've been doing it for me for years. <laughs> it's the least I could do. <laughs> it's the least I could do for That's you. Settled. Uh, I, I got to be honest. My dad, and, and listen, my dad's had a, he's had a rough few months here, okay? We lost my mom. He lost his wife, obviously. My dad was reading through the list, and he goes, huh? Because he knows who you are, Billy. He goes, huh? Didn't realize Billy Just- had so much NFL knowledge stored up there. <laughs> He believed it. I mean, I I didn't know I had the knowledge either. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you don't really know what you're capable of the same way other people might know what you're capable of because mm-hmm. you doubt yourself. So maybe I am the sixth best NFL analyst in the country, and I just am not aware of it, right. you know? Totally, totally, totally. We feel like uh, – and we did this with Shams. He was on with us a couple of weeks ago. But if you're going to be an NFL analyst, newsbreaker, I feel like you have to have some sort of name. Uh, I was flirting with the idea of Billy – of Bill Gillenson, like a play on Mortensen. Uh, but I think we've come mm. up – I think we've come up with the right name. Okay, you ready for this? The All Duke. Right. The Duke. Ooh. <laughs> and when you break news, you drop a deuce. I mean, how about that? I mean, I mean that. I mean, that's nothing's more official in the NFL than the Duke. That's a good name. You like that? You know, I, you know, Mort follows me. It, it's one of the strangest follows. Like in terms of what what are you doing? Like why is this person following me, Mort? And I was so excited when I realized it. And it it was one of those things where I didn't even realize 
that Mort would know who I was. So why would I think that he follows me? That one day I was just like going through Twitter or like looking for something and Mort reported something. So I went to his page and it's like, Chris Mortensen follows you. And my actual reaction was, why? <laughs> why does Chris Mortensen follow me? <laughs> trying the to Duke with us here on Stupidity. <laughs> trying to crack the top 10 Mortis. <laughs> oh. Billy, I imagine if you check your yeah. followers now, you will have coaches, GMs, all sorts of people following you that you weren't expecting. I would imagine. Oh, wow. That would be great yes. if I got today. <laughs> Andy Reid's following you. <laughs> yeah. This guy knows things. Let me see who he's talking about. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, well, we have some questions here for the Duke, the sixth best NFL analyst in the country, according to Guardian Magazine. The writer of that article is going to join us in just a second. Uh, The Duke, Duke, are you ready for some questions, some NFL questions? Uh, I am, but I'll let you know. I don't have my notes with me, right? Because uh, I, I haven't made it home yet. So I'll, I'm, you know, I'm going to do the best I can, but I'm not a hundred percent prepared. But you know what? We just got to go. No excuses, right? Yep. No excuses in in the National Football League. No excuses on stupidity. All right, great. So I'm going to say a name, and you simply tell me where you think that player is going to be playing next season. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. This is your specialty, Duke. Okay. <laughs> like, well, this isn't right. This isn't entirely my area of expertise, right. but uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Okay. You let me know. We'll see how we do. You let me know when we get to your area of expertise. Okay. <laughs> you let me know. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, wow! Uh, what a start. Yeah. For the Duke. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think I think he stays in Houston. I think he stays in Houston. Deshaun Watson does. Wow, Dookie Bomb. Dookie Bomb. <laughs> How about that? Sam Darnold. Ooh, yeah. Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A lot of buzz around him this off season. Yeah. Trying to figure out if he's you know meant for the league or not. Gase couldn't do anything with him, but was Gase really, you know, a quarterback whisperer? Mm-hmm. I think Darnold, I think he has one more year in New York. Wow, one more. So we have Deshaun Watson not going anywhere, staying in Houston. We have Sam Darnold not going anywhere. One more year in New York, according to the Duke. Uh, Russell Wilson. Ooh, Russell Wilson. Hmm. A lot of buzz about him possibly going to Chicago. I think he stays in Seattle. Okay, so th- I think we have reached your area of expertise where no one is moving. This isn't my area. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not my area of expertise. Just, just a reminder. All right, now we're going to go to the draft. I'm going to name you some quarterbacks. You tell me where you think they're going next year, okay? Trevor Lawrence. Mm. Mm, Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I'm tempted to say that he goes back to Clemson for another year, <laughs> but I. 
you want to break news? You want to report that? I mean, I think he's I think he's gonna make the move to the NFL though. Jacksonville. I think he ends up in Jacksonville. Okay, you heard it here oh, first from oh. the Duke. I mean, he just dropped a deuce on you. <laughs> He told you, and no one else is reporting this, Trevor Lawrence is going to go through to the NFL and is going to land in Jacksonville. First time you've heard it, and you heard it from the Duke. How about that? 70% certainty that that happens. 70%, okay. Yeah. And what happens? Like, like what would happen for that not to happen? Um, you go to another team. You go to another team. Right. Then that's how it wouldn't happen. Or back, now, I'll tell or you back this. to Clemson, you mean, right? Possibly back to Clemson. The way the Duke works is, you know, in terms of the NFL draft, not his area of expertise. But what the Duke does is the Duke will give you a number like 70% certainty that this will happen. And then once a week, as we get closer to the draft, that number will go up. Got it. So right now we're at 70%. Next week, if you check in with the Duke again, we might be at 78% or like 82%. Does that number ever go down? uh, Sometimes the Duke's numbers fluctuate in the negative direction. But right now, Trevor Lawrence is trending upward in terms of percentage of probability that he'll go to Jacksonville. When does it become 100% after he's drafted? Draft day. Draft day okay. becomes 100%. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Very exciting. Uh, not my area, though. No, I know. We know. We, it's not your area of expertise. We know. So a 70% chance right now that Trevor Lawrence will land in Jacksonville. Okay? Wait. Wait. It went up. 72. What, what happened? What happened? Dropped a dookie. Dookie ball. <laughs> he dropped a dookie. All right. Mac Jones, we'll get to the writer of the top 10 NFL analyst from the Guardian, uh, Oliver Conley, in just a second. Uh, Billy Gill, number six on that list, is joining us right now. The Duke. Mac Jones, where does he go next year? Mac Jones, Alabama quarterback. Ooh, Mac Jones. <sighs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he finds his way to New York. Wow. Ends up with the Jets. Yeah, takes it takes a year of learning behind Sam Darnold. Uh-huh. Sees what he does, and they say, you know what? Forget all of that. Do the opposite. You're our quarterback next year. <laughs> and then Darnold's on the move elsewhere. Drop the dookie. I mean, how about that? Yeah, so you have a Jones on the Jets, a Jones on the Giants, a couple of Joneses cutting it up, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Jones York, I call it. <laughs> Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Ooh, Trey Lance. Hmm. That's a good one. Where's Trey Lance gonna end up? Mm-hmm. Do you know who Trey Lance is? <laughs> oh yeah, no, of course. Right, of, course. Who, I, of course I know who right. Trey Lance is. You made is. Trey Lance, right? Yeah, I mean Trey right. If the Duke wasn't talking about Trey Lance, <laughs> Trey Lance wouldn't be in the draft. Right, exactly. uh, a good point. I think Trey Lance is going to end up in Tennessee. I feel like t- Trey Lance is headed to Tennessee. All right. Uh, the T in Trey yeah. stands for Tennessee. How about that? Mm-hmm. All right. And Titans. And Titans. Wow. <laughs> I mean, That's why it's Trey. Triple T. Oh. 
Couple of T's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Where does Zach? He is the. Uh, well, I don't need to tell you who he is. You know who he is. You made no. Him. I know. Yeah, well, did. tell the listeners because they they don't necessarily know. He is the uh, quarterback at at BYU. Uh, he is expected yeah. to go right after uh, Trevor Lawrence, who right now you have at seventy one percent probability that he'll no, end up in Jacksonville. Seventy two that he'll end up in Jacksonville. So, uh, this is the guy yeah. who's supposed to go right after him. Hmm. I would say. Hmm. I get. You know what? I think he's gonna also end up in New York but with the Giants. <laughs> wow. yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Stunner. I mean, how's that gonna work if the Jets have the second pick in the draft? I think the Giants are like in, you know, like eighteen or something like that. It just. It's gonna be one of those classic Jets moves where they take the wrong guy, they don't take him, and then some trades are made, and there we are, the Giants take him. Right. I like the idea of the Duke saying, don't ask the Duke any questions. <laughs> don't question the Duke. <laughs> uh, last one. And then we'll bring the uh, the writer on. And we do have some listener questions. People are very excited to ask you questions. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Yes. Uh, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback. Oh, Justin Fields. Uh, you know, don't be surprised if he ends up in Philadelphia. Got rid of Carson Wentz, but they drafted Jalen Hurts. Don't question the Duke. What the fuck? Don't fuck? question the Duke. Yeah, what, what am I doing? All right, let's bring on uh, Oliver Conley. He is from, <laughs> he is from the Guardian. Uh, he wrote the article that has Andy Reid now following <laughs> Billy Gill. <laughs> uh, Oliver, thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, how do you feel? Because we feel like an NFL analyst of of Billy's caliber needs a nickname, you know, mm-hmm. and so. We have come up with the Duke, and when he breaks news, he drops a dookie. How about that? that? I'm not sure anything could more perfectly surmise Billy's capabilities in the Duke. <laughs> I love this. Thank you. <laughs> Billy, do you want to say anything to Oliver uh, before we get started here? Do you feel like you were ranked a little too low, too high? Are you okay being at number six? Anything you want to say to Oliver before we get started? Oliver knows how this goes, you know, similar to the Duke. He makes the list, and as the year goes on, people rise and fall. So I'm happy with six. I mean, I'm glad, obviously, just to be included. Could it be higher? Maybe. Uh, Could it be lower? No, impossible. But I'd imagine, you know, the next time it comes out, the list, maybe slight movements, maybe move up a little bit. But, you know, it's just an honor. It's an honor to be on the list with Stephen A. and – Chris Collinsworth, and, you know, the rest. Uh, Oliver, did you consider at all putting Billy higher than where he is at number six? Because I think he's he's deserving. I, I certainly think he's ahead of Romo. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the questions were raised. Um, this was, I would say, a 1.0 of the final list, which will probably come out nearer to the start of the season. Six feels like a comfortable Billy number. You know, too high and suddenly yeah. you get complacency. There's maybe too much pressure. Uh-huh. He responds to that as well once you get to the playoffs. So I feel like six is a, is a comfortable, let's set a goal so that by the time the regular season rolls around, can he crack that top five? Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what we were talking about before you joined uh, off air. Stugatz and I were talking and he's like, how do you feel about six? And I'm like, it's a good number. It's a good number six because it has me in the mix. 
It has me looking at who's above me, trying to go after that. It's a good motivator, number six, I think. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I'm glad you both agree on that. Uh, Oliver, what inspired you to uh, to write this article? Uh, it's, it's getting a lot of buzz. It really is. Uh, my editor said, I need you to write about Stephen A. Smith. I said, I got you covered. Let me find a way to shoot on a Guillermo column into the most well-read, most respected newspaper in the world. Um, how can we do that? And I, I thought but my real goal here was to find a way to guilt Billy into continuing the useless sound montage outside the confides of ESPN to really ratchet up the pressure with the rights holders, with all those people to force Billy to sit through the ear poison into next season. And I thought the best way to do that was to put him in the company of your Lewis Riddick, your Mina Kimes, the serious players at the table. And, and who belongs there? But what do you mean? Well, serious, serious players. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, it's starting to sound to me like you don't think that I'm an actual I, I will have you know that there was serious. Uh, into, this was like a Time Magazine first of the year thing. There was serious negotiations going on at the Guardian about who I would be willing to move around to to slot Billy into the right Ooh. spot. There was a massive discussion over the Riddick Billy selection. This was a real thing. I had to trade away Jeremiah for Billy. Um, so right. I, I stand on my principles. I think six is the perfect slot. Okay. Uh, Billy, how do you feel about this? It feels like he kind of shoo- – he, he doesn't respect your football <laughs> knowledge, Bill. <laughs> I love when a journalist won't be intimidated, and that's just what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about this. It's, it sounds like this was just politics, this list, where you're just you know moving people around. And, and maybe it's what we were saying before. Maybe it's not that I'm actually number six. Maybe it's just these are the top 10 and they can go anywhere. And that's what's going on. Right, Oliver? That's what's happening. That's what you're telling me. I'm in the top 10. Everyone else is too. We're just kind of figuring out where it is that everybody falls. These situations are very political, as I'm sure you're aware. Um, But to me, it was uh, someone's knowledge, enjoyment of the league is completely incomplete without Billy Gill on that list. Okay, but but, but Oliver, when Billy's putting together a useless sound montage, it's his personal hell. (laughs) (laughs) And you've kept him in his personal hell. I mean, that's what you've done. Yeah, that's that's some shout shout and Freud there. Um, uh, What is that, you guys? (laughs) How'd you arrive? How'd you arrive at this list? Like, take us through the process. We know Billy, okay, but how'd you arrive at this particular list? How did I arrive at this list? Uh, Well, I, I have Dominique... In all seriousness, I do think he is the best analyst uh, covering the NFL right now. I think he might be the most underutilized uh, talent that ESPN has. It's, they kind of, they seem to have farmed him out now to the undefeated and have said, okay, you, you sit over there when I know he does some get-up spots in that. But he really should be, I think, the banner face of ESPN at this point because he can just vacillate between so many different roles and worlds in a way that there's no one else who's been in the huddle who's also sat across from Jerry Jones with a nephew smile on his face. That's just not another position that exists in the NFL, nor does it exist in media. So he, to me, was a no-brainer. We obviously know Mina's the best, too. Um, and really, it was a list built around Billy. It was, what can I... I don't want to say get as an editor. What can I surround around Billy's billiness to get him on the list that an editor will say, well, there's a lot of credibility here, so this Billy must also be worthy of his spot on this list. What I'm hearing is that I was number three in your mind, and then you had to move me down to six and, and shoehorn some other people in there. This would be accurate. What was, what was your editor's response when you brought him the article or sent him the article, brought him, like we don't have to do <laughs> you can't just email it. Uh, when you emailed him the article or her, the article, 
and they saw Billy's name at number six. What was the response? Uh, the exact response I wanted, which was no response, which was to just uh, to, to flip through the system <laughs> and to have more comments about we need to edit this this part on ESPN, on uh, Stephen A. Smith, on No Jane Journalism, which was another thing that was was axed from the piece unceremoniously, unfortunately, a, a classic Dan line. Um, but no, nothing back on Billy, which which was indeed the point, which was to surround Billy with so much credibility. You got your Vrentices, you've got your Jeremiah's, you've got your Riggs, you got your your real your real players, and then you've got Billy, who of course I think genuinely, as mentioned in the piece, you got five tool players. There's very few of them in the NFL who are actually that, that good. Someone such as Billy, someone with his stature, deserves to, to be among that company. Right. Uh, Thank Bill, you. What are those five tools? <laughs> <Bill>? <laughs> Expertise. You don't want to give away the secrets. <laughs> no, I mean, if I, if I just tell you what the secret is, then, you know, next year we'll have a Chris Cody on the list. Do we want that? No. Right. Uh, did you consider me being on that list, Oliver, at all? Was I, in, <laughs> was, uh, like, ever any consideration for you, me? You were up for consideration, yes. Uh, I, there, was, there was strong <laughs> debates back and forth. Uh, honestly, there was a point where you and Chris Sims were running neck and neck. That, that was a real, <laughs> wow. that was a real, that's breaking yes. news. That's a stupid oddity exclusive. Yes. Just off the cut there, there was a Sims and there was a Stugatz. <laughs> I was going to ask you who was the first person on the list. I forgot about Chris. Mm -hmm. I know. It's I the know. arrogance Apparently there, right? so did Oliver. Uh, exactly. yeah. now, now, I'm wondering, which leads to the next question, because Sims would be upset about this. Has anyone now, Florio's upset about this. And Flor Florio. We know Florio is outraged about it. Florio hasn't slept in days. I mean, seriously. Uh, has anyone complained about not being on the list? Please say yes. Uh, not into the DMs, but the one person I know it will be furious is Jeff Schwartz. Nobody wants to be on lists more than Jeff <laughs> Schwartz. And him not being there and some of the names that were there instead, I know will infuriate him. And I must tell you how much heart that gives me. Do you think Stephen A thinks Stephen A should be higher on the list? I think Stephen A is offended that it was a list and not a profile that... <laughs> it's just about Stephen A, which I've pitched 15 to 30 times now, uh, and which I will at some point get to. Uh, perhaps the Duke would be open to a profile. What do you think? I mean, Duke yeah, I mean the Duke, the Duke would be open to a profile. The Duke would also be open to, you know, comments on the Stephen A profile. So if you really hard to reach out to me, I can give you some quotes for that. Happy to help all right now. Um, has anyone complained that they are behind Billy? Did anyone reach out and just say, hey, happy I'm on the list, but who is Billy Gill and why am I behind him? Like, you know, perhaps Chris Collinsworth? Uh, I think there was consternation about the fact that Billy got a, a sizable chunk of the overall word count. And I think there was confusion as to why maybe, you know, Mina's piece as part was a little bit short and sweet given where the stature of where she was on the, the overall list compared to Billy got a, a good chunk in there. I think a lot of words, though, is appropriate for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are not. In fact, your reports should be like multiple <laughs> tweets. <okay? laughs> a little short. I thought it was a little short. Um, okay. Uh, Oliver, would you like to see your six best NFL analyst in action right now? Because we have a bunch of questions we have solicited here via Twitter. And Mikey A., our producer, is going to ask the Duke uh, some of those NFL questions. Would you like to uh, witness his work? This is all I want. Mm. Okay. <laughs> really? Wow. You're an easy man to please. All right, Mikey A., do you have any questions for uh, for the Duke? I, I do. Uh, we'll start with uh, Johnny Vegas wants to know, the Giants made a, couple, a lot of big splashes in free agency this offseason. What will their record be in 2021? 
Oh, records. Oh, wow. Mm, this isn't the Dukes area, but ah, the Giants. You know what? Seven and nine. Wow. Dropped a dookie I mean, right on the Giants' head. Dookie ball. How about that? <laughs> That's amazing. All right, Mike, what else you got? Uh, Billy, with the advent of the run pass option in the NFL, do you brush your teeth with your yeah. left or right hand? What'd you say there, Billy? RPO? RPO. RPO, oh, yeah. Of course, because you're uh, the Duke. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm a right-handed brusher. Right-handed brusher. But, you know, I'm not against left-handed brushers. Sometimes I'll brush with my left hand. You know, special occasions, but right-handed brusher. And that is why he is the sixth best NFL analyst, according to Guardian Magazine. Circles. You got to do circles, Dugas. Remember, yep. do circles. Don't go side to side, up and down. You do little circles. Okay. I will. Uh, I've written it down. Uh, Mikey A., what else do you have? Uh, Kyle Stoll wants to know, how tall should your quarterback be? Oh, wow. Hmm. You know, the thought process used to be the taller, the better. And then we had Brock Osweiler. Right. I want to say six, six, three, <laughs> six, three is the perfect height for a quarterback. Okay. Are any of the quarterbacks, it. Are, any, <laughs> are any of the quarterbacks, Mike, uh, in the NFL draft six, three, exactly. Do we know? I mean, because according to the Duke, that's the guy that Jacksonville should take number one. I think Lawrence is like six, five too tall, Bill. No, nah, don't worry about, don't worry about that. Don't look at the tape. Look at the height. What are the measurables? But if I tell you Trevor Lawrence is 6'5", will you drop it down, back down to 70%? I mean. <laughs> is he 6'5"? What are the, what's the height? What's the height of the other people? Oliver, what's the height of the other people in the draft? Uh, Mac Jones is 6'3". Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. Trevor Lawrence is 6'6", Bill. Too tall. Yeah, too tall. <laughs> too tall. So, so it's not going to work out. So you think the Jaguars, now, based on the information we just gave you, the Jaguars should probably take Mac Jones, right? Yeah, not probably. 82%. <laughs> wow. Dookie ball. He dropped yeah. the dookie. I mean, Wow. And so where is what's gonna happen with Trevor Lawrence now that you know he's six six? Well, that's around. a good that's a good question. And Mike Mikey A asked me earlier what happens to people's numbers ever go down. Trevor Lawrence is going down right now. Okay. We're, we were at seventy two before, back to seventy. So right back where we started at the beginning of this podcast. But perhaps 70%. those percentages went up that he goes to the Jets now. So maybe it's like, you know, Right? Perhaps? Maybe? I'm stretch. It's a stretch. Forget it. Okay. 6-3 uh, is the answer to your question, right? The next time yeah, someone asks you that, just say Mac Jones, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Mike, what else do we have for, uh, for, for the Duke, the sixth best NFL analyst in the country? Uh, do you think Man Campbell can compete this season with useless sound montage Hall of Famers like Tomlin, Pagano, and Luck? Good question. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Man Campbell will be will be a star this year. Coaching wise, who knows? But in terms of the useless sound montage, Man Campbell will be a mainstay. We got like four to five weeks of him a couple of years ago when he was the head coach of the Dolphins, and he gave us, I want to say, thirty sound bites that we played in those couple of weeks. So he will be. He, I'm more sure that he's going to be in there than I was sure that Trevor Lawrence was going to be number one until five minutes ago when I found out he was too tall. But you're going to make him a big star next year because that's what you do. That's what the Duke does. You make people stars, right? No, no. no. The Duke the Duke is fair. There's no, you know, 
I don't pick out people that I want to succeed. That's the thing. You know, Oliver can tell you, we don't pick out people that we like and just sculpt things around them. We just look at things with, you know, a clear lens and we put the stars who they are. We call it like it is. Right, Oliver? That's right. I mean, you look at the, the bottom of the list, you've got a lot of me, me, me guys. Collinsworth sliding in. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, here I am. Exactly. Uh, he gives voice to the people. He gives voice to the coaches. He gives yeah. voice to the players. He creates poetry with their mm -hmm. words, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say. Mean potatoes. I would say everyone on that list is me, 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 with the exception of Billy and Stephen A. Uh, Mikey A., do you have any other questions? You know, that's, uh, <laughs> well, that's, sorry. You know not, to, not to throw shade, but they don't call her <laughs> me, 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 no reason, you know? Oh, the Duke getting a little frisky, throwing it down on number two. Coming to that number two spot. <laughs> Mike, what other questions? Do you uh, have? Bill, let's hear the top three left guards in the NFC. Oh, wow. This is not my area of expertise. Right. Um, Rosters. Yeah. You know what? It's right now. It's hard to tell. It's the off season. You know, it's impossible Correct. to say in the off season. So much changes, and see, it, now's not the time to be doing that. Now's not the time to be ranking guards and divisions because they could move in and out of any division. So that is correct. You know, yeah, guards and sometimes yeah. guards become tackles. Tackles become guards. You know, exactly. It's, you don't want to yeah. listen. It's a little too okay. early. It's a very yeah. dangerous game ranking guards in March. You know? yeah, yeah, you don't do it. You, yeah. Everybody knows you don't rank guards before the NFL draft. While you yes. listen to the All Duke, right. you're going to learn something. Okay. That's uh, right. Mike, uh, listen, he is a very busy man, uh, and NFL free agency is hot and heavy right now. So two more questions for the Duke, and then we need to let him go. Okay. Right? Uh, I need to know what the best way to kick someone out of your fantasy league. For example, if you just don't like that person anymore and you want someone new. Um. Wow, good question. So the Duke is uh, the Duke's more passive aggressive than aggressive aggressive. So I think maybe depending on how close your relationship is with this person, you just kind of renew the league and you just don't send them the email. And when they reach out, say you know everybody else back down, and you just keep the league going without that person being in it. Uh, Oliver, do you happen to know? three guards in the nfc <laughs> just, just i'm just wondering if the writer knows more than the expert that's all uh are we going top top three uh let's go sheriff brandon sheriff washington um right. we'll keep zach martin from dallas classic um uh, ali Marpe, formerly of hobart now of tampa bay helping out tom brady let me let me teach you something that i thought to call no one likes to show up okay oliver all right Oliver, what percentage chance do you have of Trevor Lawrence going to the Jaguars? Around 70%. <laughs> okay. I see. Don't question the two. I do. I see, Bill. I'm sorry. Uh, what is the optimal height for a quarterback, Oliver? 6'3". You don't want yeah. to get too tall. Right. The, you know, the cornerbacks can see the eyes too short. You got to try and find those passing lanes. Okay, six, three, six, three. Right. six three. How dare you, Stugatz? How dare you? I'm sorry. I love you. Um, all right, Mikey, final question for the Duke. Uh, okay, what player in Marlins history would you want to be the quarterback of your NFL team? What a, oh, wow. What a this, great question. Not, did they have a quarterback? Was it Josh Booty? They did Booty on their team. This isn't my area, but uh, – <laughs> 
You have no area. <laughs> I mean, it's a moving target. There's an there's an area. Yeah, yeah there's an area. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, Booty was a quarterback. So do we want him? Who else could it be? Hmm. Al Leiter's kind of got that Chad Penningtonness. I like uh, uh, well, Billy. You're thinking of a pitcher, right? Because you're or, or someone who had a great arm in the outfield, someone like that. I would think maybe I don't know. Baseman, maybe. Yep. Uh, Mike Lowell. Maybe Mike Lowell. Definitely not a middle infielder. I don't think. Let me see. Clutch how... is too short as a catcher. Yeah. Let me see how tall Mike Lowell is. <laughs> Mike Lowell's in like the six four range, if I were to guess. Is Ma- Mikey, Mikey Lowell? See... Mikey Lowell is six four. Bill, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I, this is you're the Duke. I'm sorry. Mike, Check Mike, the tape. Mike Lowell's height. Mike Lowell's height is my area of expertise. <laughs> We've arrived. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Brown, maybe. Mm, I feel like he would have composure issues under center. You know what I mean? When things start getting away from him, right. he lose. He loses cool a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about uh, Levon? Hmm. I don't. I wouldn't be very mobile. I wouldn't want Levon to be my quarterback. All right. I want someone that could scramble a little bit. Okay. Juan Pierre. Too scrambled. Uh, yeah, he's he's a little too too short. Jeff Conine. Okay. Niner. <laughs> Niner. Niner. And then this is the part now where Scott will tell us, like, you know, Niner used to be a racquetball player, world class. <laughs> <laughs> I will not tell you that. No, I won't. <laughs> Are you gonna give an answer? I mean, <laughs> you know what? Arrested Destrada. That, oh, that's wow. the guy. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Long, lanky. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I think. Let me see how tall he is. Hold on. <laughs> Arrested Destrada. Hold on. Please be six three. Please be six three. Please be six three. What if he's not? Let's then we'll have to do this whole thing over again. Let's see. Let's see what he is. Hold on. This is very, very exciting. <laughs> he is six four. The big. Oh. <laughs> but his nick his nickname's the Big O though, so he gets an exception. He gets an extra inch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, well, listen. Uh, thank you for uh, gracing us with your with your time with your presence. Um, we know you're a busy man especially after uh, Oliver wrote that uh, fantastic glowing article about you, ranking you as the sixth best NFL analyst in the country. Uh, Billy, do you have anything to say to Oliver before, uh, before we leave here? Uh, no. no. <laughs> okay. Oliver, anything to, uh, to Billy? No, the proof is in the book. Okay. All right. Well, check it out. Uh, the Guardian, Oliver Conley is the writer, the top 10 NFL analyst uh, in the country. Uh, Billy Gill comes in, the Duke. At number six, uh, we appreciate both of you carving out a little time for me. Billy, I know you're super busy. Oliver, I have no earthly idea what the hell you're doing, so, but thank you anyway. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we appreciate thank you it. for having me. All right, Mike, uh, I loved everything that just transpired there. I love that Billy has become a, a sought-after uh, NFL analyst, the Duke. Of everything that just transpired, Mike, what was the most shocking, surprising thing? I mean, it had to be Billy being ranked the sixth best NFL analyst in the entire country. No? The writer being British. Stupidity! Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot has changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. 
What I love to do, what me and my friends do, when we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.